Glory. Glory. If you are going home today with the biggest blessing, will you rise up and shout the loudest hallelujah? Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I just want to uh, clarify something quick before we go into the sermon. Let's open to 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. Uh, I want us to look at something there. Maybe we will use that uh, uh, verse for Bible study on uh, Tuesday. But let somebody read it. I want us. I want to point out just one thing there. 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. Anyone? In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Amen. Amen. If you look at it properly in your uh, version, it says, In whom the God, G O D, small, 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 all right? Not the God we know of this world. That means Satan has his own world of darkness, of perversion, of unrighteousness. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We can do some elaboration, some other later on. Yes, it's true that he was given that power, that authority, but not the ownership. The ownership belongs to God. It is not Satan that owns it. And uh, we'll, by the grace of God, we will elaborate on it uh, during our, our Bible study. Uh, the topic of our sermon today is our spiritual ears. Last week we talked about spiritual eyes. Just as we have spiritual eyes, we have spiritual ears. And God speaks to everybody. What do I say? God speaks to everybody. Now, whether you hear the voice of God or not depends on whether you are tuned to the right channel. Amen? Amen. You know, it's like you have a radio in your hand, a portable radio for that matter, and you have your earplug to that radio. The only person that will hear the broadcast of that radio is you, right? Because you are tuned into that channel. The same thing is that that's a rough comparison of when God speaks to us. You need to be tuned to the heavenly channel for you to hear God speak. Amen? Amen. Very seldomly he speaks in the public. And as we just read from our text, he does not speak in loud voices. He speaks in small, still voice. He speaks quietly. Amen? We know that story of uh, Elijah, the encounter he had on the Mount Carmel. Right? When he went to the mountain and he wanted to hear the voice of God. The Bible says that Let's read that. Text. Let's read that our text again. Let's read uh, First King nineteen, and we see how many times he was expecting God to speak, and how many times he expected God, and he, he, God did not speak. 
first king 11 first king 1911 and he said go forth and stand upon the mountain before the Lord and behold the Lord will pass by and in great strong wind rent the mountain and break into pieces the rock before the Lord what is it? But the Lord was not in the wind Amen? Amen. He was not in the wind. And what does what, what follows? That was he was not in the earthquake. With the anyone that has weakness or you have you have seen on the TV the, the noise that comes with earthquake, they are so deafening. But the Lord was not there. Amen? Amen. Verse 12. Alright. I don't think you have it. Verse 12. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not there. And after the fire, what happened? Is still small voice. God speaks in a still small voice and quietly. Your spiritual ears has to be tuned to the heavenly channel and listen to the still small voice if you are expecting a loud voice an earthquake voice a tornado voice when you are tuned to heavenly channel you are not going to hear anything if at all you hear anything you are hearing the wrong voice is it that you are hearing the, the voice of satan or you are hearing your own voice. God speaks in a still, quiet voice. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. John 10, 27. So God is speaking to you if you belong to him. If you are a child of God, if you are born again, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you and you, then you have the right channel. If you turn to it, it will speak to you. But Lord, in earth-shattering noise, in a still, small voice. John 10, 10. My sheep hears my voice, I know them and follow me. Amen? Praise the Lord. There are people very close to you, even if you go into a crowd, maybe like a movie or some kind of uh, occasion, they can just speak quietly wherever they are, you recognize their voice. Because you have a relationship with them because you are close. Without a relationship with the Lord Jesus, without a relationship with the Holy Spirit, you cannot hear the still, small voice of God. If you are not a sheep of the fold, you cannot hear the shepherd. God speaks to every one of us, and he speaks in a still, small voice. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 1 Samuel 3, 
we all know about Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 to 10. We are not going to read all. So what I want you to take home today is that God speaks to his children. And if you are one of them, you are born again. The Holy Ghost lives inside of you. He is speaking to you constantly. You need to turn to the tune. Turn on your radio and tune it to the heavenly channel. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, we won't have time to read that, but in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 to 10, the Lord called Samuel. By now, Eli was already rejected. He was there. But quote and unquote, maybe his heavenly channel radio battery has gone down. It's not working anymore. Or he lost power. Praise the Lord. But Samuel had the small still voice of the Lord. How many times? Three times. Each time you go to Eli and say, Did you call me? No. But because Eli has been a prophet, he has the experience of the way God speaks. So he told him, Next time you hear, answer. I say, Lord, speak it, for your servant is listening. Amen? It takes a relationship with God, the maturity in the Holy Spirit, and tune to the heavenly channel for you to hear God. Unfortunately, most of us, we hear ourselves. If you want to do something, the next thing, oh Lord, you pray, you pray. The next thing you hear is yourself speaking. I say, oh yes, the Lord told me. Ha, be careful. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And then the, the, the unfortunate thing about Satan is that he would duplicate everything that God does. Amen? Praise the Lord. But when the Holy Spirit is living inside of you, is taking control of your life, the spirit of discernment will be there. You will know. And at some other Bible study or, or sermon, we will go deep into that. But what we want to learn today and know for sure is that God loves you like he loves me, like he loves everybody else. He does, the Bible says, he doesn't have any favorites. Okay? And when we say favorites, he's not partial. He speaks to everybody. You don't need to go to any prophet to ask what God is saying. Because God speaks to you directly. But when you don't hear it, when your channel is not on, when your spirit is not being led by the Holy Spirit of God, you either will not hear anything or you hear the wrong thing. But when he speaks, know that he speaks in still small voice. So from that uh, reference, we know that God was speaking to Samuel in a still 
small voice. Because if he has been loud, Eli would have heard. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Is the Lord speaking to you? Is your spiritual ears are they open at alert and listening to what he's saying? Matthew 13, 17. The book of Matthew chapter 13, verse 17. Don't forget the topic of our sermon is our spiritual ears. Matthew 17 and 13. Verse 17. He read, For very, very I say unto you that many prophets and religious men have desired to see those things which you see, and to have to have to have seen them, and to hear those things which you hear and have not had them. So it is not how anointed you are, it is not your position, it is not your title in the church that determines whether God is speaking to you or not. Amen? Amen? When you become a child of God, when the Holy Spirit taking control of your life, He speaks to you directly. And some of the things He speaks to you, your pastor, your reverend, somebody you respect, may not know, may not hear. Because that's what Jesus Christ is telling his disciples. He said, many prophets and religious men, they desire to hear these things I'm telling you. But they can't. Because their ears are deaf or clogged or whatever. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. That is the God we serve. And when God speaks, he speaks on every subject. He speaks to you in everything. Because the Bible tells us, in the book of Amos 3, 7, I believe, he said, God will not do a thing until he tells his servant, the prophet. God is not the business of surprising you. God is not in the business of making you sad. It's not in the business of just say, oh, I didn't know, I wasn't expecting it. He said, I won't do anything without letting you know. But if your ear is plugged, you can hear. It's not the fault of, Jesus, of God or Jesus or the Holy Spirit. It's because your heavenly radio is, is, is dead. Or if it's not dead, it's not tuned to the right channel. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We have instances of people that God speaks, spoke to in the Bible. We won't be able to mention all of them. But we just mention one or two. For us to know that it is not a new thing. It is the way it was. The Bible says the way it was. The way it is and the way it's going to be forever. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. His, God spoke to Gideon in the book of Judges. Judges chapter 6, 
verses 17 to 22, and verses 36 to 40. We will not be able to go through there, but we know when Gideon was asked, and for three times he asked the Lord, and God spoke to him, and then he asked for a sign. So it is not all the time that God will give you a sign, but if he decides to give you a sign, after he has spoken to you in a still small voice, you are very lucky. Amen? Amen. Because he speaks in a still small voice. Then the question will come, how do you hear the voice of God? We have said it earlier on. The first prerequisite is that you have to be born again. Jesus has to be your Lord and Savior. If Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, you are entitled to the Holy Spirit. Then the Holy Spirit will take control of your spirit. Amen? Amen. Because the spirit of man, the Bible says, is desperately wicked. The problem we have, the source, all right? We only have one enemy, which is Satan, and that's what we talked about this morning in, uh, uh, is it open, open heavens or Bible, I mean, Sunday school. Satan is the only enemy, but he has many agents that he uses. The unfortunate thing is that you can be an agent of Satan against yourself. Satan can use you against yourself. And then when something happens, you say, oh, it's Satan that has done it. No, it's you that has invited Satan. In the Garden of Eden, who invited Satan? Eve. Instead of telling him, oh, get out, you are a tempter. He started a discussion with Satan. And gradually, it ate what God says they should not eat. Amen? Amen. So there are instances that Satan can use you against yourself. If he cannot use you against yourself, he can use those who are closer to you against you. There's, a, there's an African proverb. He said, if the wall is not open, if the wall is sealed and it's not open, the lizard or any insect cannot go inside. Right? The only way you can have inside go inside your wall is if it's open. Satan cannot deceive you and make you sin if you are not open. And you won't be open if the Holy Spirit is in charge of your heart and is taking control of everything you do. That is how you can hear God speaks. Now, once in a while, God may speak in a loud voice. That is very rare. Amen? Amen. God spoke to uh, Paul 
road to Damascus. People that were with him, they didn't hear. Even though they saw the lightning, but the conversation was between him and, and Jesus. So that means that conversation must have been in a still, small voice. Every single one of us has a personal relationship with God. That is why on the last day, when God judges, he's not going to judge two people together. He's not going to judge husband and wife. He's not going to judge sister and brother. He's not going to judge you as a church. That's why the Bible says, everyone will stand before the judgment seat of Christ and give account of himself. Because it is a personal relationship. And he speaks to us individually and in a still, small voice. Amen? Amen. But it is through the Holy Spirit. Because Satan is a deceiver, is a thief, is a duplicator of everything good that God does. He wants to sometimes and confuse you and deceive you in such a way that you think that God is speaking to you. That is why you need to read your Bible. Amen? That is why you need to do what? Read your Bible. What does the Bible, what does the word say? This is the word of God. Everything God wants to tell you and I is right here. Because this Bible was written by the small, still voice of God. Those authors, those people who wrote them, they are just not, nothing but writers. And the Bible says it's true. The Bible says it's true. Let's look at Second, Second Timothy. Second Timothy, Timothy 3, 16 and 17. If we can see it, read it for us. This is the word of God. You want to know inside of God? You want to know what God is doing? Then pick, up, pick your Bible. But most people are so lazy. The only time you see them read their Bible is once a week, maybe for about one hour in the church, and they say, open to so and so. That is the time. And then you are expecting God to speak to you when you are not seeking his mind. Second Timothy 3, 16. Let's see what he says. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God, inspired by God through a still, small voice. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in what? In righteousness. Second Peter 120. Let's look at that and also look at Romans 15.4. Anyone who sees any of that can read to us. 
Amen. Check out Peter. Amen. Peter wants when you knowing this first, mm -hmm. that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. You see that? It's not a private interpretation. It is a direct inspiration through a still small voice of God. It's not somebody giving his insight. Second Timothy 3, 16 and 17. Verse 17 says, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished in all good works. The only way you can reach the level that God has created for you is for you to read your Bible. The only way you can get all the good works that is meant for you, your divine destiny, is to know the heart beat of God, which is His word. Remember what the Bible says about the Bible? He says, what does it say? He says he honors his word more than his name. Satan wants you to run away from your Bible because he knows in the Bible there is the truth. And what does the Bible say about the truth? When you know it, you set you free. He doesn't want you to know the truth. No wonder you pick your Bible, you want to read it, you are not sleepy, you just want to read your Bible, you, in two minutes, you doze off. You think it's just by accident? Don't deceive yourself. You cannot know the divine secret of God, the inside of God, without the Holy Spirit inside of you revealing it and reading His word and understanding it. Pastors will deceive you, prophets will deceive you, men and women of God, they can deceive you. But there is only one person that will not deceive you. And that is God. Amen? Amen. Our spiritual ears must be open to hear the still small voice of God. Romans 15, 4. Amen? Amen. Are we following? Yes. For whatsoever things were written at four time were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the scripture, might have hope. If you are going through a situation that is so pathetic, when you hear the voice of God, what do you have? You have hope. Amen? Amen? You have hope.
But when you are going through the situation and the only thing you want to do is complain, the only thing you want to do is put the blame on somebody else. There is always somebody running after you. Amen? And each time you look back, you don't see anybody. You say, oh, they have come. Where are they? You can't see them. It means you are the one running after yourself. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God speaks to you and I in still, small voice. That is the biblical truth of the word of God. God does not have another way of doing things. If God loves you so much, more than all your disobedience, and you happen to be under a man of God that God loves so much. He might speak to you through him. But that is not the first time. No wonder most people are deceived. Because what they want to hear is what God says through somebody's mouth instead of hearing it directly from God. Amen? In a still, small voice. We need to understand that. The moment you understand it, and you do what it takes, there is no way the enemy can deceive you again. Don't expect God to be shouting on you on the rooftop. No, he won't do that. Amen? It's a quiet, gentle voice that speaks. As I said earlier on, we can look through the word of God and we will see many men of God that heard from God. The mistake we also make is that we are expecting that each time God speaks, it's always in, in, the, in the language like he's conversing. Where you may see vision, okay? There are people who have that gift. Or you may have a dream and God may speak to you in a dream, all right? God will choose how we speak to you. Alright? If you are in the right channel. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Now, we need to know a few things. And if you want to write it down, you can write it down. If you hear a still, small voice, in most cases, it is God. But if it is loud, air shattering, 
chances that it is Satan. And the only way you will know whether it's God or Satan is through the Spirit of God. But if you don't have the Spirit of God, how will you be able to determine? Number two, whatever you are seeking from God, when God speaks to you, He leads you. He doesn't rush you. Anything that you want to do, and the voice says, do it, do it, do it, do it, you must do it now. If you don't do it now, and the opportunity will be gone. Every chances are that it is Satan or your spirit. Because the opportunity that God has for you cannot be lost. In other words, you cannot be too late for the things of God. If it is God, it will come. Number three, God will enlighten you. He will open your spiritual mind to see what is going on or what will happen. Amen? Amen? But Satan will confuse you. You'll be thinking of something, you'll be, you'll, be, you'll be trying to make up your mind, and all of a sudden you get to the point where you're just confused. What should I do? This one, this road looks okay. That one looks okay. That one looks okay. It looks like there's another one here. Look, you get confused. In that situation, in most cases, it is Satan. In other words, you are on the wrong channel. Praise the Lord. The still small voice of God also speaks to you and comforts you. He gives you comfort. If you are agitated, okay, if you are worried and everything, by the time you hear that voice, but if it's Satan, the worries will increase. You're trying to solve one problem and you have three or four more by the time you begin to, Lord, I want to hear from you. Lord, I want to hear from you. Then you hear, oh, yes, oh, right. You want to go and, uh, to the market? All right, uh, go to Fairbond Market. And before you are just hearing that, no, 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 it's a Palmetto. Oh, no, 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 it's a Riverdale. Uh, if, when you are, it is most likely Satan. Amen? And the voice of God will calm you, will calm you down. That of Satan will agitate you. Or like they say in America, it will stress you. Amen? Anytime you hear somebody say, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed. It is not from God. Alright? That is the work of Satan. God does not stress anybody. He calms you. The spirit of calmness. 
And then if you are in a situation that is completely hopeless, and you're wondering what are you going to do, the Spirit of God will reassure you. They will say, calm down. I've got it taken care of. But Satan will frighten you more. Amen? And also, when you are discouraged, situation seems to look bad, no way to go out, he will encourage you, the Spirit of God, while speaking to you, you will be encouraged. And of course, Satan will discourage you. He wants you to do what you will regret, and tells you there is no way where you are going. Amen? And then lastly, the Spirit of God will convict you while Satan will condemn you. Jesus has come not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Anytime you are hearing voice that is condemning you, chances are it is a satanic voice. Because Satan doesn't mean good for anybody. No. You know something? The only thing, the only time that you are a friend to Satan is when he's using you. When he's using you and you are allowing him to use you, you are his, you are his friend. The moment he finishes using you, he will dump you like a hot potato. So don't think that he has friends. Somebody who has been stealing, who has been going to break in, do this, do that, or someone who has been killing, and he seems to be enjoying it, you know, it will just be a split second. Ah, yeah, I got it. They are not, they are not that smart. They couldn't get me. And they say, oh, thank God. It is not God. <laughs> it's not God that is saving you. Amen? You are, you are in association with Satan. But the day they catch you, you look behind, you can't see Satan. Amen? Why? Because his case has been settled. He is going to hell. There is no question about it. And he's looking for somebody Go with him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That is why you need to hear the still small voice of God. My prayer to us this morning is that as you go home and throughout the week and for the rest of our life, we will hear the still small voice of God. And if we have not been able to hear it, that heavenly radio, that heavenly channel, that God speaks to you directly, He will open it up in the name of Jesus. Amen. But you and I have to take the first step.
submit to God. The Bible says, humble yourself before the mighty hand of God and he will lift you up. When you are under his canopy, when he is taking care of you, his spirit will always be to your guidance. And you will hear. And one thing is sure. If God says it, it is signed, sealed, and delivered. You can take it anywhere. When you hear people hear, yeah, I thought God was speaking to me. That's why I did this. And God was not speaking to you. It wasn't God. Because the Bible says, he is not a man that he should lie. Amen? Amen. Once again, my prayer is that from now on, you will be tuned to the heavenly channel. Amen. And you will hear the still small voice of God. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let somebody shout glory. glory. Amen. Amen. So we are going to take one prayer point. I will invite Jesus into our life. Once again, if you have Jesus already in your life, you can call him to come and establish his abode in you more than ever to come and confirm it with the presence of the Holy Spirit so that when he speaks you can hear Amen, Amen. So let's stand up and call on the name of God Almighty God Father in the name of Jesus I surrender my back to you I dedicate my life to you. Lord, come on. Come on. Live inside of me. By form of the Holy Spirit. And speak to me. Speak to me. Let my heavenly channel be open. Let me hear you. In the name of Jesus. Father, we worship you. Pray, pray, pray. Brethren, for yourself. This Christianity is a personal relationship. It's a relationship between you and God. There is nothing God cannot do. It's because we are not in the same, we are not vibrating like in the same wavelength. The only reason why you are on the right channel is because the wavelength is the same with that of your radio that is receiving. Let us pray that it is the Holy Spirit that is going to make that wavelength to coincide so that you can hear so that you can hear the small voice of God in the name of Jesus thank you King of Kings thank you Lord of Lords in Jesus mighty name we have prayed lastly let's pray Lord open my spiritual ears Whatever must have blocked my spiritual ears and has not allowed me to hear you from today, O oh Lord, perform the operation and let my spiritual ears be open unto you. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, whatever O oh Lord is blocking my spiritual ears that is not allowing me to receive from you, Lord, this day remove it. Remove whatever is blocking 
whatever form of shape. I want to hear from you directly, clearly, in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I pray you will remove all of whatever might be blocking my spiritual ears these days, oh Lord. Lord, I pray. Lord, I pray. Lord, I pray. Let me hear you clearly. Let me hear you clearly in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Once again, Daddy, we want to thank you. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you adoration for the opportunity to hear your voice, O oh Lord. Father, we have come before you again to hear your voice. Lord, as you speak to us in the still small voice, O oh Lord, give us the grace, the enablement, Lord, to hear you in the name of Jesus. Whatever might be blocking our spiritual eyes before, Lord, in the name that is about every other name, we ask that they be removed now. Don't never to come back in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your holy name. In Jesus' excellent name, we have prayed. Amen. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah.